Welcome to another installment of Everything NHL, the hockey segment of the Fantasy Fanatics podcast. I'm your host, Nathan, and we're here with our hockey expert, James Kumar. Hey, what's up, man? So, so this week, we're just going to go over some free agency signings and some trades. So how does that sound? Yeah, uh, it was busy free agency uh, this past week. Lots of signings, lots of trades. So let's just hop right into it. Yeah, for sure. I guess we'll start with uh, free agency first. Um, we'll go to the Anaheim Ducks. Um, what do you think about uh, what they've done for free agency? Yeah, I mean, uh, their main signing was re-signing their captain, Ryan Getzlaff, to a one-year contract to stay. I believe it was around like four and a half million, something like that. Obviously, that was a no-brainer move. Uh, you bring the guy back, he's sort of a great leadership there around the young guys. They made some small signings, but other than that, yeah, pretty decent job. They're mostly going to roll with a lot of young guys moving forward. Sounds good. And um, I guess, uh, where do you see the the Ducks, I guess, with um, their free agency signings? Um, probably still near the bottom of the division, um, but definitely we're going to, uh, like I said, we're going to see a lot of young kids getting into the lineup, hopefully developing and hopefully producing so they can have a solid young team. Yeah, for sure. And moving on to the Arizona Coyotes, um, what do you think of what they did? Yeah, I mean, uh, there was a lot of trades. I know we'll get into that with the Coyotes. They definitely made a lot of moves there. But in terms of signings, signed goalie Carter Hutton, forward Ryan Dezingle to contracts. Obviously, Carter Hutton's going to replace uh, their previous goaltending. I will talk about some of those trades. Um, and then Ryan Dezingle is a solid forward. Uh, they had they do have a pretty good forward group. So um, although they might look like they're going into a rebuilding stage, at least they, they sign a couple of good players there. Yeah. So I guess it looks like um, if Arizona ends up doing a rebuild, it won't be to the point where they're like bottom of their division for years. Yeah. I think that they're definitely moving in the right direction with their new management. So for sure. And moving on to Boston, um, what do you think of their signings? Yeah, just getting to Boston, they signed forward Nick Foligno from Toronto, and they signed uh, goalie um, uh, Nils Olmark from uh, the um, Buffalo Sabres. Uh, sorry, Linus Olmark, my bad. Um, they also signed uh, Thomas Nosek. Um, you know, the minor signings. Um, the big news, obviously, is that David Krejci is retiring from the NHL, so they lost their number two center. He's going to go play in the Czech Republic uh, for the rest of his career. A uh, big blow to them. But in terms of, I guess, signings, uh, Felino should insert into the top six now uh, forwards. And then Linus Olmark, um, if Tuka Rast doesn't return, he might be their starting goalie. So a couple decent signings there. For sure. And uh, moving on to Buffalo, um, they made a lot of moves. So what do you think? Okay, first off, um, they lost Olmark to Boston. Obviously, we just talked about that. So to replace their goaltending, they got Craig Anderson and Aaron Dell. I guess two uh, veteran goalies. Uh, I don't know how good they're going to be. One of them is going to be the starter, most likely. Um, and then a lot of minor uh, signings. Uh, they resigned uh, Asplund, who was solid last year. Um, they signed uh, Hayden, uh, Hinnestroza, and Prowse. So a few signings there. Obviously, Buffalo, I guess, needs to work on... Um, I guess the players in their system, obviously we'll talk about them in terms of trades, but yeah, that's pretty much what they did for signings. 
For sure. And uh, moving on to the Calgary Flames, um, what do you think of their contracts? Yeah, they signed um, Brandon Coleman, or sorry, I believe it's Brian Coleman uh, to a contract. Blake Coleman, I, I keep butchering this guy's name. Blake Coleman to a six-year contract. $4.9 million is a lot. He only plays third or fourth line usually. But, I mean, he pretty much cashed in on a huge deal coming off of Stanley Cup champion Tampa Bay Lightning. Back-to-back Stanley Cup championship, obviously, you're going to cash in. Um, they signed Trevor Lewis, so two bottom six forwards. Maybe they are okay with their top six. I feel like Calgary didn't do enough, though. Um, I feel like they could have addressed a lot more of their issues that they have within their lineup, and they didn't. So I'm not really sure um, how, how good of a team they're going to be heading into next season. Yeah, for sure. And I guess speaking of a team where we're not going to be sure how good they are next season, um, Carolina also made a bunch of moves. Um, just not sure how well they did, but what do you think? Pretty much revamped this whole team. We talked about Nadelkovic getting traded on the last episode. And I mean, they got two new goalies now. Freddie Anderson, who signed from the Leafs, and Auntie Ranta, who signed from the Coyotes. So uh, they have their starter in Anderson and their backup in Ranta uh, for goalies. So uh, it should be okay there. Um, they signed Tony D'Angelo to a one-year deal. He actually replaces Dougie Hamilton. Well, no one can really replace Hamilton's offense, but... Um, uh, he still provides decent offense, provided that he can stay on the ice uh, and not deal with outside uh, issues. Um, and then they assign Cole, Levo, uh, and then they re-signed Martin Nook. I think that was pretty good. And then uh, Smith got a one-year contract uh, with the Hurricanes. So, um, yeah, I think that they, they addressed their bottom six. They got a defender. They got some goaltending. Um they had to move on from a lot of their players, uh, guys like Brock McGinn, Peter Morazic, Dougie Hamilton, and others, um, just to make room to sign big contracts for guys like Svechnikov and others. So um, they have some good young players. Let's see, I guess, how this team shapes up next year. Yeah, for sure. And I guess moving on to uh, Chicago, um, what do you think of their free agency signings? Yeah, I mean, they signed Jake McCabe, a solid defender. Uh, Jujar Kara, he's a good um, bottom six forward. Um, I know they made some big trade splashes. We'll get to that. We talked about Seth Jones last week, um, different things there. Um, so, yeah, this Chicago team, they're really looking to build up. So I think the two moves they made in free agency were pretty solid. Yeah, for sure. And I guess moving on to uh, Colorado, what do you think of what they did? Okay, just moving to the Avalanche, they re-signed uh, Tyson Jost, so that was big. They re-signed Gabriel Landeskog. That was huge. Um, he wanted over $9 million. They were only going to offer him 6 They met in the million, in the middle, and they gave him $7 million, um, per year for eight years. So solid contract. He's their captain. He's got to stay there. Um, they signed uh, Darren Helm. Um, they signed Sakura and uh, Matteau also. So a bunch of depth forwards there. Obviously, losing Philip Grubauer was huge as they uh, didn't have a number one goalie, but they did acquire one via trade. We'll get to that. But yeah, I think Colorado did address what they needed to in free agency. For sure. And uh, moving on to the Blue Jackets, um, they've been pretty busy this offseason, but what do you think? Yeah, um, Pat Line, $7.5 million per year re-signing with the Jackets. That's big. He's probably going to be their top goal scorer. Alex Texier re-signing for two years. He was a solid forward for them as well. Jake Bean signed after he was traded there. We talked about that trade last week. 
Um, they got Zach Wierenski signed for $9.5 million a year, same that Seth Jones got with Chicago. So signing these young defensemen to big contracts. Uh, and then, um, yeah, they they did really well for themselves. Uh, Corrali there in the bottom six, they signed. Yeah, so, uh, I mean, Columbus, uh, we don't know whether they're rebuilding. We don't know whether they're going to try and make a, a run for the playoffs. So we'll definitely have to see, but I think they made some good moves. Yeah, well, I'm sure that Columbus fans would like to see the Blue Jackets try to make a run for the playoffs, but we'll just have to see. Yeah, for sure. And moving on to Dallas, um, another uh, busy team this offseason. Uh, what do you think of their signings? Yeah, they signed uh, Ryan Suter and Braden Holtby to contracts. Obviously, uh, their goaltending is a bit unsure. You know, Ben Bishop with his uh, injury history and stuff like that. So adding a, another guy in the room like Braden Holtby, definitely don't fault them for that. Ryan Suter, solid top four defenseman. They lost Jamie Alexiak in the expansion draft. We talked about that last week. So Ryan Suter was just that replacement guy. Glenn Denning, solid faceoff guy. They added into their bottom six. And then they signed guys like Hawkenpah. Uh, raffle and, and others so um, they addressed their bottom six as well i think dallas did pretty good for themselves sounds good honestly i don't think um the roster was dallas's biggest problem i think it was just because of they were going through COVID issues it was just so hard for them to kind of catch up but i think this year they should be a playoff team yeah, I mean, uh, definitely COVID issues, snowstorm issues, injury issues. They just had a bunch of issues and they were like, what, three or four points out of the playoffs. So they were really close anyways. They definitely have a chance to, I guess, jump back in next season. I kind of forgot about the snowstorm in Texas. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, it was. And I guess moving on to the Detroit Red Wings, um, I guess, uh, what do you think about what they've done so far? Yeah, they did most of their work via trade. Uh, we'll get to that. We talked about Nadalkovich last week. I believe they made some other deals, but um, they re-signed Sam Gagne, solid depth forward. I, I kind of like that. Uh, a couple other small deals they made. Um, definitely we'll talk about them more when it comes to uh, trades, but I feel like that they might still have a couple signings on the way. For sure. And I guess moving on to the Edmonton Oilers, um, what do you think about what they've done? Okay, so they did a lot. They signed Zach Hyman from Toronto to a seven-year contract, $5.5 per season. That was pretty big. Obviously, Toronto didn't have the salary cap to keep him. Uh, they re-signed Tyson Berry to the three-year deal. He had a, a, a career year with the Oilers last year on the top power play, so it looks like they want to have him back. Uh, they signed Cody Ceci to a four-year deal, I think $3.5 per year. I don't know about that because I know Cody Ceci has been a little shaky the last couple of years. Uh, defensively so um, hopefully it pans out for them and then they signed Derek Ryan to a two-year contract he's a solid depth forward I I kind of like that signing for them so I mean um, as long as they didn't uh, pay out too much money to those uh, first three guys I, I feel like that these signings are okay um, I guess we'll have to see how they turn out yeah I mean the Oilers they're just trying to get some more help around Connor McDavid so I mean hopefully this kind of works out yeah, hopefully it does. And I guess moving on to the Florida Panthers, um, what do you think about what they've done? Yeah, they signed uh, Brandon Montour to a three-year deal. I believe they got him at the trade deadline last season uh, from Buffalo. So uh, he's going to probably play in their top four uh, defensive uh top four defense and he is pretty solid. Uh, they made a couple other minor deals and I guess we'll talk about them when it comes to the trade market. They definitely made some big splashes there, but yeah, uh, good on Florida. 
Yeah, for sure. And uh, moving to the LA Kings, um, what do you think about their free agency? Yeah, I think they did pretty well. They signed center Philip Dano from Montreal. Uh, he's pretty solid in their playoff run this past year. He got a six-year contract from the Kings. So, yeah, he really got paid. Um, Andreas Athanasiu signed uh, to stay with the Kings. Um, and then Alex Edler comes in from Vancouver on a one-year deal to play defense there. Um, yeah, I think that they uh, made some uh, decent signings. Obviously, Elias Anderson re-signed with them as well. Um yeah, this Kings teams, they're slowly improving every year. Um, you know, I guess we'll see how their defense uh, plays. Obviously, getting Alex Edler in that room is more experienced. So definitely good on them. I think they made some good signings. Yeah, I mean, hopefully we see some more improvement from the Kings this year. Yeah, I think that they're much improved. They might be the most improved out of the three California teams, actually. You know, we talked about Anaheim, maybe not at doing enough. Uh, I guess we'll get to the Sharks. I know they've had a lot of changes as well, but Kings look like they're on their way. Yeah, for sure. And I guess moving on to Minnesota, um, they've been pretty busy. So what do you think? Yeah, um, obviously losing Parise and Suter due to buyouts. They need to fill some positions. So on their defense, Dmitry Kulikov got a two-year deal. Alex Goligoski got a one-year deal. Bring in veteran guys that can fill in on the blue line behind their their young stars there in uh, Spurgeon, Brodeen, and Damba. So uh, definitely going to round out their uh, defense well. Uh, Freddie Gaudreau signs there. Uh, John Merrill also signs there, um, you know, so a pretty decent signings. Obviously they might need to add maybe one more guy to their forward group. Um, Kevin Fiala also isn't re-signed yet. So we'll see what they do there. But other than that, um, oh yeah, I forgot Kaprizov isn't re-signed yet either. So two of their best scores in Fiala and Kaprizov need to be signed. So yeah, Minnesota still has some work to do, but I think they've done well so far. Yeah. Well, I mean, you can be pretty confident that those two guys are probably going to sign back with Minnesota, I think. Yeah, it just depends on the term and the money. But yeah, hopefully they should sign back. For sure. And uh, what do you think about what Montreal's done? Yeah, well, signing David Savard from Tampa Bay obviously is going to improve their defense with the fact that Shea Weber probably won't play this next season due to injury. Um, They saw how he played uh, when they faced Tampa Bay. He was really solid for the Lightning. So him signing in Montreal... It's big. Uh, they signed Mike Hoffman. He should be a good goal scorer for Montreal. Um, he, he's had a, a lot of so- solid goal scoring seasons in the past. So I definitely like Hoffman. Uh, Paquette and uh, Perot will probably just play in the bottom six um, for Montreal. And obviously they re-signed Joel Armia, who was really solid for them. Um, but yeah, losing uh, Philip Dano and uh, Corey Perry is definitely going to be uh, rough for this team. But hopefully uh, some of these signings will help out. Yeah, I mean, Montreal had an amazing run, but it's they have a lot of work to do to try to make it back. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. And uh, Nashville, um, they haven't been too busy, but what do you think about what they've done? Yeah, they re-signed Mikhail Granlund. Obviously, uh, they need to get some forwards in there. Um, they've definitely lost a lot in terms of forward groups. So uh, getting Granlund back, pretty solid. Uh, they sent a backup goalie in David Riddick. He should slot behind Saros after the retirement of Pekarine. So um, Saros, I believe, also needs a contract. So they got to work something out with him. He had an amazing season. That's the thing about contract years. You could play amazing, and then you don't know how it's going to pan out after that. So we'll definitely have to see what kind of deal he gets. Yeah, for sure. And I guess we can move on to uh, New Jersey. Um, I see our 
really big contracts there. What do you think? Yeah, Dougie Hamilton got a seven-year deal with New Jersey, $9 million per season. Obviously, he was probably one of the high-scoring defensemen this past year. I believe he was our defenseman of the year for fantasy hockey. Yeah, I mean, he pretty much got paid. I I mean, he should live up to the contract, but we know what happened when P.K. Subban got that and how he's playing now. So not all defensemen are able to live up to those big deals. But, I mean, he could be playing with Subban, so maybe they might both elevate each other's play. And then I guess they signed Jonathan Bernier to be their backup goalie behind Blackwood. Um, pretty solid signing. I think Bernier played well for uh, Detroit this past year. Obviously, he hasn't had the best history, but um, I guess in this more defensive system that New Jersey has, he should be okay. Yeah, for sure. And I guess the New York Islanders doesn't, doesn't look like they've signed anyone. So I guess just what of your thoughts? Yeah, they still have a lot of work to do. Uh, the, I think they're talking to Zach Parise about signing with them. They're looking to re-sign um, a guy that they got, um, whether it's uh, Travis Zajac or um, Kyle Palmieri, they're looking to sign these guys. Um, so yeah, um, they, they still have some work to do. Casey Sezikis, obviously. Um, yeah, so there's a few guys. Bo Villiers is going to get paid as well. He was really solid. Adam Pellick as well. Yeah, they have a lot of free agents uh, of their own that they need to sign. I think that's why they didn't address from outside. Yeah, I guess they're just still trying to figure things out and move things around. Yeah, I agree. And I guess moving on to the Rangers, um, they've gotten to work, it looks like. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, they re-signed Philip Heedle. He was pretty solid uh, last season. Uh, they signed Greg McKaig. Um, I'm trying to see which hunt. Is this Brad Hunt? Uh, Dry, it's Dryden Hunt. So Dryden Hunt signs with the Rangers. Um, Pat Nemeth signs with the Rangers. Obviously, they made some trade splashes as well. We talked about them trading away Bujnevich for Sammy Blay in a draft pick last week. Um, they also made some other splashes in trades this week, so we'll definitely get to that. But yeah, uh, good on the Rangers so far. Yeah, for sure. And uh, moving on to Ottawa, um, what do you think about their free agency? Uh, they signed uh, Agazino to a one-year deal, Delzato to a two-year deal. These are more small depth signings. They're going to be looking to their young guys this year. Um, yeah, I think that uh, they definitely have a lot of young guys they need to sign. Drake Batherson, Brady Kachuk, Philip Gustafson, Logan Brown. Um a lot of these young guys need contracts, so they're probably just saving their cap for that. Honestly, I, I think that they're um, going to look to bring those guys back. For sure. And uh, moving on to Pittsburgh, um, they've went to work. What do you think about what they've done so far? Um, yeah, um, they signed Brock McGinn to a four-year deal, obviously getting him from Carolina. Uh, they signed Chaput to a one-year deal. Uh, Danton Heinen got a one-year deal. Um, Evan Rodriguez returns on a one-year deal. And Dominic Simone comes back to Pittsburgh on a one-year deal. So a lot of short contracts. I guess they're looking to play around with their bottom six, you know, see which players fit where. I think that uh, was pretty solid on them. Obviously not paying out too much money there. Um, I think uh, so far, so good. Uh, we'll definitely have to see how it goes. But I think we leapfrogged Philadelphia. So I'm just going to get to them now. Um, they definitely uh, made some signings. Keith Yandel got a one-year deal there. Um, he's going to add to their blue line, uh, really solid. Uh, they signed backup goalie Martin Jones. He's going to sort of be the backup after uh, leaving the Sharks. And, um, you know, uh, they signed um, Yandel and uh, Jones. Um, they also signed Thompson as well. So 
um, yeah, uh, those three players should be um, really solid for the Flyers, and hopefully they can build off of that. For sure. And um, I guess moving on to San Jose, um, I guess, what do you think about the progress that they've made in free agency? Yeah, um, them getting Nick Benino, he's a solid uh, two-way forward. He, they got him on a two-year deal. He'll slot into the center role in their bottom six. Uh, they signed James Reimer from Carolina. He had a solid year. He's probably going to be their starter. Um, uh, I don't know whether we talked about it yet, but they did get Aiden Hill in a trade with the Coyotes, so he will probably get his opportunity to be the backup this year. Um, so I guess both of them splitting time. We'll have to see how that works for their goalies. And then they got Andrew Cogliano on a one-year deal. He's another guy that's going to slot in their bottom six. He can play around pretty much anywhere in the lineup. He'll probably play on a line with Nick Benino. So uh, Sharks, they did have some depth issues up front and forward, and I definitely think that they addressed that. For sure. And uh, we'll, mo- we'll move on to the Seattle Kraken. Um, looks like they've put their um, cap space to work. So what do you think? Yeah, they signed Phil Grubauer to a six-year, $35.5 million deal. So I believe he's getting around 5.9 per year. Yeah, they stole the Avalanche's number one goalie from out of their hands in free agency, which is pretty impressive. They got center Alex Wenberg. I know they were kind of shallow at center, so good signing from out of Florida. Then they signed Jaden Schwartz uh, from St. Louis to a five-year deal. I believe he is from the Seattle area, so they wanted a, a veteran guy you know, who's from the area. Um, maybe he might wear an A this year. He might wear the C in the future if Giordano is not named the captain. Uh, he's one of those like leadership type players as well as he plays pretty well on the wing. Um, so yeah, I think three great signings. Uh, Seattle definitely improved their depth here. Yeah, I, I think last year, last week, sorry, we were talking about how um, they have enough cap that if they want to kind of build the team slowly that they can, or if they want to go to win now mode, they can. Um, I guess with these, I guess, trades, um, where do you see Seattle trying to go? Well, I think they might be a middle of a pack team. They might contend for playoffs, but then they might not be quite there. But I think that they've acquired enough draft capital or they're probably planning on acquiring more draft capital so that even if they're a middle of the pack team, they still have a lot of draft picks heading into next year's draft as well. So I think they are, that, that's sort of what I'm, I'm feeling from this team. They're probably going to be a middle of the pack team. We'll definitely have to see what kind of trades and stuff they do in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, for sure. And I guess moving on to St. Louis, um, what are your thoughts on their free agency? Yeah, for sure. Um, Brandon Saad got a five-year deal with St. Louis. Solid top six forward. He'll slot right in there in in their uh, top six. He's going to, uh, I think he's going to be a great player there. Um, they signed some other minor deals as well. I know they made a lot, they did a lot of damage uh, in the trade market as well. I think uh, Ivan Barbashev just re-signed this week. I forgot to add that. I believe Pavel Buzhnevich also re-signed after being traded to them. So um, two solid guys that they were able to get under contract. Hopefully they can do the same for guys like Jordan Cairo, Zach Sanford, and Robert Thomas as those are some solid forwards as well. Yeah, for sure. And uh, moving on to Tampa Bay, um, I think Tampa Bay, they've um, had, I guess, the, the challenge of trying to keep the team that they have together somehow. So um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, they signed a lot of like small deals. I know guys like Brian Elliott are coming in to play backup goalie. You got Pierre Edward Bellamere and Zach Bogosian. 
playing depth role, depth roles. And then Corey Perry signed from Montreal to Tampa Bay. So, I mean, if you can't beat him, might as well join him. So um, that's sort of what happened there. Uh, Corey Perry uh, signed with Tampa Bay. Um, sort of like maybe a Kevin Durant type <laughs> move there. But uh, yeah, uh, I, I think that uh, they, they should be okay heading into next year. Well, you know what they say when you can't beat them, join them. Exactly. So, uh, yeah, I think that's kind of what Corey Perry did. Lost to Tampa Bay in the finals in back-to-back years. So he's like, you know what, let me just see if this one will work if I go to Tampa Bay. (laughs) What if they end up losing? (laughs) Man, I'd feel for that, man. But he already has a ring, so he doesn't need to worry. Yeah. And moving on to the Maple Leafs, um, I guess, what do you think about what they've done so far? Yeah, I mean, they signed Peter Morazic to be their backup goalie behind Jack Campbell. Obviously, they lost Freddie Anderson. We talked about that. They signed some depth forwards. Um, they signed uh, Michael Bunting, really solid. Um, he's actually from Scarborough, Ontario. So get a local guy in there for the Leafs. Um, and then, uh, yeah, like I mentioned, a lot of depth guys are in. Um, they definitely have to work on re-signing some of their uh, free agents as well. Um you know, bringing in guys, I guess, to just round out their top and bottom six. So uh, we'll definitely uh, keep an eye out for that. But so far, so good for Toronto. I mean, that's pretty much living the dream. Like, how many hockey players from Toronto, like, would like to play for the Leafs, especially if they're, like, a, a Leafs fan who plays a lot of hockey? Yeah, I mean, Islanders fans clowned John Tavares for leaving them to go join Toronto. But, I mean, he's born in the Toronto area, so... Uh, you can't really fault a guy for wanting to go play in his hometown. I mean, we saw that in the NBA where Kawhi Leonard left Toronto to go to LA because he's from there. So yeah, um, things like that, you just really can't control. And when someone wants to come play in their hometown and ends up being your team, I mean, that's just a bonus. Yeah, for sure. And moving on to the Vancouver Canucks, um, what do you think about what they've done? Yeah, we'll get into their whole um, trade stuff that they did because they did a lot through trade, but um, they signed backup goalie Yarrow Halak to a one-year deal. They re-signed Brandon Sutter and Travis Hamnick, who were solid depth guys for them. Uh, They signed defenseman Luke Shen from the Tampa Bay Lightning. Obviously, he left Vancouver to go to Tampa Bay, and then he won two Stanley Cups, so he's pretty much just coming back now. Um, And then they signed defenseman Tucker Pullman uh, from the Winnipeg Jets. Uh, He's probably going to play in their their, uh, top six defensemen, so um, yeah, pretty solid overall for the Canucks. Yeah, for sure. And moving on to uh, Vegas, uh, what do you think that they, how do you think that they did with trying to build up the fortress again? Okay, so we'll talk about what they did in trades later, but in terms of free agency, they re-signed Alec Martinez to a three-year deal. Obviously, he's a solid part of their blue line, so that was good. They re-signed Matias Janmark, who was really clutch for them in the playoffs as a depth forward, so I like that as well. Then they signed a few minor deals, guys like Patrick Brown and others re-signed. Um, so definitely, um, they, they kept the majority of their team together, but we will talk about what they did in, in trades. Yeah, I guess speaking of keeping your team together, um, Washington hasn't signed anyone so far. I guess just what are your thoughts? Yeah, I think the only one, I I believe before free agency, they signed Alex Ovechkin. Uh, They just pretty much extended the current deal that he had. I believe it was the same amount, $9.5 per year. They just extended it over the next five years or whatever. So that's pretty much all that they've done so far. Yeah, for sure. And I guess Winnipeg Jets... um, their signings are also pending so far. Um, just what are your thoughts? 
Um, yeah, I believe that most of the stuff they've done is via trade, and we'll definitely get to that uh, right now. Yeah, for sure. And I guess we can start um, the trades with um, Philadelphia Flyers getting um, Cam Atkinson from Columbus in exchange for uh, Jakob Voracek. Um, what are your thoughts about this trade? Yeah, this trade is interesting. I think that this was a pretty even deal overall. I feel like that Voracek's probably the better scorer right now, but I feel like Cam Atkinson still has a little bit more to give. So I think both teams are definitely uh, getting a, a good player. And obviously Voracek was drafted by Columbus, so that's pretty neat that he gets to go back. Yeah, so I guess it's it, the trade kind of more or less evens out. Yeah, pretty much. And I guess we can move on to um, Florida getting Sam Reinhardt from Buffalo in exchange for um, 2022 first rounder and uh, Devon Levi. Uh, what are your thoughts? I mean, Sam Reinhardt led Buffalo in scoring last season. So you're getting the top scorer from a team. And I mean, Devon Levi, he's a good up and coming goalie, but they have a lot of young goalies in their system. Guys like Spencer Knight, who's going to be the backup this year. So, I mean, they don't really need him. And then they're giving up a first round pick. Sam Reinhardt might be on the first line in Florida this year. So, I mean, I think that's a good pickup for the Panthers. Yeah. I mean, the Panthers, they basically, um, they gave Tampa Bay the, the best fight. So, it looks like they're gearing up for another battle of Florida. Yeah, we definitely could see that, especially if um, they finish um, in similar standings in, in the division. They definitely can meet up again in the playoffs. Yeah, for sure. And I guess uh, we can move on to San Jose getting um, Nicholas Merkley from New Jersey in exchange for Christian um, Jaros. What are your thoughts? Yeah, um, it's not too big of a trade. Obviously, the Sharks were able to sign Nick Merkley to a deal. I don't think we talked about that, so I'll talk about that now. Um, so it ended up being a good trade for the Sharks because they acquired Merkley, who was heading into free agency, and then they were able to keep him. And then, obviously, New Jersey's just getting another depth defenseman. So it, I think it worked out for both teams. Yeah, for sure. And um, I guess we can move on to Arizona getting Anton Strawman from Florida in exchange for seventh. Uh, rounds pick uh, it's kind of weird what are your thoughts yeah it was more of a salary cap dump Strawman had a huge contract that Florida was trying to get rid of because they they're, they're in the process of uh, re, uh, signing Sam Reinhart to a contract so trying to clear some cap space Arizona is pretty much rebuilding at this point so they're accepting a lot of like dead cap money uh, for draft picks so they took Strawman's uh, de dead cap money they only had to give a seven round seventh round pick and i mean uh he'll probably be in their lineup uh for game one of the season he's just another depth guy as well yeah for sure and um winnipeg it looks like they traded brendan Dillon to washington for picks basically and so what are your thoughts on that yeah i think the jets get a good defenseman in brendan Dillon, and i think that the only reason washington wanted to trade him is because they were trying to send ovechkin that's the only reason. So I definitely think Jets won this trade because Washington was doing it to clear cap space. So the Jets probably didn't need to pay as much. So I like it. Nice. And uh, this next trade is really surprising. Um, Chicago ended up getting Mark andre Fleury from Vegas in exchange for uh, Mikhail Hakkarainen. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, this trade was 
pretty surprising to me in the fact that they never let Marc-Andre Fleury know that they were going to trade him. He found out on Twitter, which is pretty awkward for both sides. Uh, Vegas did not do a good job in letting him know. Obviously, it was sort of a salary cap dump. They already have Robin Lehner there uh, to play goal, so they want to get rid of one of their goalies. Um, honestly, Hakarainen is more of just a throw-in. They were just trying to dump the contract. So I don't know whether Fleury is just going to come out and just retire whether he's actually going to play for Chicago if he does play for Chicago I definitely think they'll be uh, in contention for a playoff spot for sure because he's a really solid goalie he was the Vezina trophy winner this year yeah I mean I don't know something just doesn't feel right about trading Mark Andre Fleury at all and then they traded him like that I don't know yeah for sure and I guess we can move on to um, Colorado I guess they ended up getting Curtis McDermott from Seattle in exchange for a fourth rounder in the 2023 draft. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, obviously Seattle got 30 players in their um, expansion draft, but obviously only 23 of them can be on the roster in, on opening night. So they were bound to trade some away and McDermott's just one of those guys they traded away. So I think good trade for both sides. For sure. And um, moving on to another Winnipeg Jets trade, um, they got Nate Schmidt from Vancouver in exchange for a third rounder. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, honestly, um, Nate Schmidt, he's a solid defenseman. Obviously, Vancouver didn't have the enough money to keep him. Uh, they traded him for a third round pick. And I mean, that's all that they paid to acquire him in the first place. So I feel like both teams did well. Vancouver didn't need to give up anything extra. Um, and yeah, um, the, the Jets got a a good defenseman that can play in their top six. So I guess good on them. Yeah, for sure. And uh, moving on to Chicago, looks like they got Tyler Johnson and a second rounder from the 2023 draft from Tampa Bay in exchange for Brent Seabrook. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, Seabrook's retired. So this is just pretty much taking dead cap money in exchange for moving um, Tyler Johnson. So, I mean... I Teams, um, I feel like that, um, yeah, uh, it, it, it's pretty solid for both sides overall. All right. And I guess we can move on to the Calgary Flames getting Nikita uh, Zadaroff from Chicago for a third rounder. Um, what are your thoughts? Yeah, um, honestly, Zadorov was not going to stay in Chicago. I had a feeling that contract was just a little bit too much. Um, so they definitely want to move him. And I mean, Calgary's looking at a defenseman after they lost their captain in the expansion draft. So I think this trade made sense. For sure. And I guess we can move on to uh, Carolina getting Ethan Bear from Edmonton in exchange for Warren Fiegel. Um, What are your thoughts about that? Honestly, this trade kind of makes sense. They lose Dougie Hamilton. They want to get a defenseman. Um, the Oilers want to improve their depth on forward. So, honestly, this is a pretty fair trade, in my opinion. All right. And moving on to uh, Vegas, getting Evgeny uh, Dadanoff from Ottawa in exchange for um, Nick Holden and a 2022 third rounder. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's just Vegas trying to improve their forward group. Uh, they have solid defense, so they trade away depth defenseman and Holden along with the draft pick to get him. So I think both sides did pretty well here. For sure. And uh, Calgary ended up getting Dan Vladder from Boston for 
2022 third rounder. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, um, honestly, uh, it's just to improve their backup goaltending situation. They really didn't address it since the trade deadline last year. So uh, obviously Boston had a lot of goalies. They brought in Olmark so they could trade away Vladar. And I mean, Calgary didn't have to give up too much to get him. For sure. And it looks like Washington ended up getting Vitek Vanacek from Seattle in exchange for a 2023 second rounder in the 2023 drafts. Um, what do you think about this? Well, I mean, Vanacek is the goalie that Seattle took off of Washington in the expansion draft. So they just pretty much traded him back after they got Grubauer on free agency. Yeah, I mean, I guess they got Vanacek not... In- I guess not. Um, they weren't sure whether they could get Grubauer or not. They probably want to get Grubauer in the first place, but Vanacek is just kind of um, a just-in-case thing. So you take him first, then you ended up actually getting Grubauer. So you don't really need Vanacek at that point. just need to trade him back to Washington exactly. for your picks back. Yeah, I agree with that. And Yeah, for sure. And I guess uh, moving on to um, Colorado, getting Darcy Kemper from Arizona. In exchange for Connor Timmons, a first rounder in the 2022 draft, and it says a conditional third round pick in the 2024 NHL draft. Um, what do you think about this trade? Well, I mean, they lost their goalie in Grubauer. We just talked about that. So I feel like they kind of overpaid to get a number one goalie. I know Darcy Kemper is a good goalie, but Connor Timmons is a solid prospect. You give up another first rounder and then a conditional third rounder. So, uh, yeah, they did pay a lot. Uh, but they were under pressure because all the goalies were pretty much being moved around and they didn't want to miss out on getting a number one goalie. So they might have overpaid, but if they go far in the playoffs, I, I think it might work out okay for the Avalanche. I mean, we just saw last um, playoffs just how important a good goalie really is. And I think for, I guess, this upcoming season, the same thing's probably going to apply. I think every team in the playoffs is going to have at least a solid goalie, if not a good goalie outright. Yeah, for sure. I definitely can agree with that. And I guess we can move on to the New York Rangers acquiring Ryan Reeves from Vegas in exchange for a 2022 third rounder. Um, What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, we talked about the Rangers trying to get tougher after those brawl games against Washington last year. They got Sammy Blay. They got um, this guy um, from uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, his name is just slipping. My oh, Barkley Goudreau. And then now they get Ryan Reeves. So you pretty much have like a, a strong fourth line right there of like grinders and you can get in the dirty areas and if they need to fight they can fight we all know ryan reeves was talking about fighting jake paul (laughs) so i mean yeah uh we they definitely have guys that can go and um yeah so i I feel like the rangers have gotten tougher this offseason yeah i guess that was probably one of the weaknesses that they needed to address um there was that big fight um i guess last season and didn't really work out for the Rangers, so I guess we'll see how this pans out. Yeah, for sure. And I guess we can uh, move on to um, the last trade for this week. Um, Detroit ended up getting Mitchell Stevens from Tampa Bay in exchange for a 2022 sixth-round draft pick. Um, what do you think about this? Yeah, it's more of a depth signing um, in uh, pretty much, and I, I think that uh, obviously Detroit – 
Uh, they know the Tampa Bay uh, depth chart well. Obviously, their GM, Steve Eiserman, used to be GM of Tampa Bay. So he drafted a lot of these guys that he probably drafted uh, Mitch Stevens. So, um, yeah, he knows him. He likes him. So he traded for him. So I think it was a pretty good trade. Yeah, I guess the Detroit GM, I guess like when you're a GM of another team and then you move on to a different team and then I guess you kind of uh, tend to, I guess, go for players that you kind of already know as long as they kind of like fit the system. So I guess it looks like he kind of, it looks like he likes Mitchell Stevens. So I guess hopefully he will improve Detroit. Yeah, I mean, he got Adam Ernie from Tampa Bay, I believe it was last year, the year before, and he's turned out really well. So he kind of knows the players of the system, and he sort of tries to trade for the ones that he likes. Obviously, uh, he's trying to help them get under the cap as well. That's something Tampa Bay needed to do. So I think a good trade. Yeah, I guess um, we might see a lot more players from Tampa Bay in Detroit. So I guess Detroit might end up being another Tampa Bay team. <laughs> Yeah, well, they're doing a good job building up the team, obviously getting Alex Nedeljkovic in the trade. We talked about that last week. That's a crazy move. I don't know what Carolina was thinking. But yeah, uh, Stevie Y is doing a good job building up this Detroit team. So we'll definitely see how competitive they are next year. Yeah, and I guess this is kind of the um, end of, I guess, just what our scheduled things are. So I guess... Uh, we could probably talk a little bit about the Detroit GM. Um, I guess just what are your thoughts on his performance as a GM of Detroit? Yeah, I mean, uh, Stevie Eisenman, obviously former captain of Detroit. He started his GM career in Tampa Bay. He built them up to be a contender. Obviously, they couldn't go over the hump. So uh, he sort of stepped down uh, and he he accepted a job in Detroit. Julian Brisebois took his place and obviously Tampa is back-to-back champs. But we know Stevie Eisenman built a lot of that team. So I guess he's sort of looking to do the same thing in Detroit. And I mean, with some of his trades and some of his signings, he's done pretty well, I think, in my opinion. Yeah, you said he is a former captain of Detroit. So um, I guess he's not hes not really like, um, I guess, like a stats or analytics-based um, GM for the most part. I guess he's kind of like relying on his experience and he has an eye for the game. So it, I guess... Um, what do you think about his, um, I guess, GM style, if that makes sense? I think you pretty much uh, said it outright. Uh, he probably has people to do analytics for him. I don't think he does it himself. And then, yeah, he, he has a pretty good eye, honestly, for talent from what we've seen so far. And I, I believe he likes all the deals he's made. And uh, we'll see how they work out for Detroit this year. Yeah, well, it looks like, um, I guess, in sports, the eye test still works. I know, like... Um, a lot of people these days are big on stats and analytics. Um, I like to look at stats too, but um, you still have to look on what's actually happening in the game as well. Yeah, I mean, you're dealing with humans, right? So uh, you can't base everything off of stats because humans aren't machines, right? So um, an eye test is definitely something that's always going to work well. Yeah, for sure. And I guess just um, what are your general thoughts on, um, I guess, the offseason so far? It's been busy because obviously teams are right up against the cap. The salary cap didn't move because of the whole lockdown and shutdown of the league the past season and a half. So, um, yeah, um, GMs are trying to clear cap space to sign free agents. They're dumping contracts. They're buying out contracts. They're doing all that they can. Sometimes making trades with no returns just to get rid of cap. So, 
yeah, it's been pretty crazy so far. And I, uh, I think I'm satisfied with the, the recap that we did. We've, we've covered pretty much everything. We talked about some trades last week. We talked about some this week, free agent signings. We addressed the draft, the expansion. We've been through a lot last two episodes, but I think we, we did a pretty good job covering everything. Yeah, for sure. I guess um, with the cap, it's kind of, I don't know if this makes sense, but it's like um, the there's more parity um, with this kind of, um, I guess, cap space kind of situation since you can't just hold on to a bunch of like superstars for like a really long time because eventually you're going to have to trade them away. Yeah, that's sort of what's happening uh, with this whole cap situation. They were expecting the cap to keep going up, but obviously that didn't happen. So they're sort of having to make adjustments now. For sure. And I guess this um, this about uh, wraps it up for and everything NHL this week. Um, if you liked what you watched, um, you can subscribe, hit the bell for notifications. Uh, give us your thoughts on both the free agency signings and um, the trades that just happened. Um, if you liked listening to us, you can follow us on Spotify. And you can also follow us on Apple Music and Google Podcasts. Um, if you need some sports picks, you can follow us at Fan Fan Podcast on both Twitter and Instagram. And we'll see you next week. Thank you.